You're listening to the Pass It On Weekly Podcast. Pass It On is a ministry of the Gathering Youth Group at E-Free Church in Northern Michigan. Putting your faith in Jesus is not the finish line. In fact, it's only the starting line. He's called us to follow Him and be His disciples. So what is a disciple? Let's find out and listen as Dave explains. I really tried to bring home the point last week that Jesus has called us to follow him. You see, putting our faith in Jesus isn't the finish line. In fact, it's just the starting line. He called us to follow him and then to be his disciples. Some things that I talked about last week that really ignited my faith have been special people in my life who have modeled how I wanted to live as a follower of Jesus. Some really great moments in my life that have challenged me and brought me to a point of truth that demanded that I come to a point of decision. I called those moments last week and those people catalysts. In science, catalyst is a new element that's introduced that causes almost an explosive reaction sometimes. And those people and those moments caused a reaction in me to follow Jesus Matthew chapter 16, I wanted to talk to you about what that means because it really talks about what it means to be a disciple. This week, I've spoken to many of you and there's so many good things going on. It was cool last week to see our seniors really step up into their new role. They totally rocked it as the new leaders in the group. I met with some FCA leaders this week. I'm really excited about the possibilities of a new FCA group that's starting up in Gaylord every Tuesday in the physical conditioning room at Gaylord High School. We've got a great leadership team started, and we just need more students to get involved in this. We had another FCA meeting this morning. We went and fed the football team breakfast for their football team camp, the middle school FCA, uh, out at Joburg. And awesome things are happening. We are uh, just making great strides, and I see so many leaders, and, and so many great leadership things are going on. Being a disciple of Jesus Christ, being a follower of Jesus Christ, is a core essential to who we are. You guys know I'm a pastor, I'm a part-time bus driver, I'm a dad, I'm a husband, I'm a lot of things. But first and foremost, at the top of the list... I am a disciple of the Lord Jesus Christ. All of us have an identity. We all have an identity. People can tell at least our partial identity if they meet us. So if you're on the street today, you you go and you, you meet a guy, and he's got a British accent, and he says, Hello, Mike. How are you? That was more like an Australian accent. <laughs> you're going to be able to tell immediately that guy... He ain't from around here. You're going to be able to tell that just by talking to him. He's from a different place. And they can tell at least at least partially, they can know your identity by the way that you talk and then, of course, by the way that you live. So I want to talk to you about being a disciple, being a follower of Jesus Christ over the next few weeks. And remember that putting your faith in Jesus Christ is not the finish line. In fact, It's just the starting line. He's called us to follow him, and not only to follow him, but to be his disciples. The Lord Jesus Christ told his followers 
go and make disciples of all nations. Not just be a disciple, but go and make disciples of all nations. He didn't necessarily say, go and invite a bunch of people to youth group. Go and invite uh, a bunch of people to an FCA meeting. Although that is super important, although it's such a big part of being a disciple, being a disciple means a lot more. It's, it's, it, and it's a big deal. In fact, it's one of the biggest deals. These 12 men all around Jesus, in that time, they would have clearly known what he meant when he said, go and make disciples. What being a disciple was. They would have known in that era, in that time, what a disciple was. A disciple was, was somebody who uh, followed a rabbi's instructions. Somebody who actually hung out with the rabbi and followed the guy around and learned from him. How he would teach the truth. So they'd listen to him. And then they actually saw him because they lived with him. How he would put those things into action in real life. Not just words out of his lips, but with his life. So that they too could become like that. And you can really only learn something when you see it up close and personal. If you were to get a job today and go down to Tropical Smoothie, uh, you could probably sit in a classroom and learn from the boss how to make all those awesome smoothies. Okay, But it's way better to learn when you sit and watch him or her make the smoothie and then you yourself actually get up and do it. And that's what a disciple does. I am of the opinion that Jesus Christ, he has a lot of fans, but maybe not as many followers as you might think. Maybe not as many disciples as you might think. There's a big difference between being a fan and being a follower. I, I grew up in church and I was a big fan. I was like, Jesus, yeah, I like him. As I got older, though, I was I was still a fan, but I was... I was much more surface, surface faith. I started to see through a lot of the fakeness and all that th and all that stuff until this catalyst came into my life. We talked about catalysts earlier. That was my uncle Art that I talked talked to you guys about last week. But he showed me up close and personal what it is to have a real faith in Jesus Christ and not only to say it but to live it out. He was the real deal. Discipleship it's a funny thing, okay? A definition that I like about discipleship is this. Taking up the way of someone or some teaching. It's someone who adheres to the teaching of another person. It's a follower or learner. It refers to someone who takes up the ways of someone else. I was speaking to a good friend this week. Uh, and he's got a big heart for discipleship. And, and he was talking about, you know, you can be a good disciple or a bad disciple. You can adhere to bad teaching and take up some pretty bad habits. So I want to I just encourage you, be careful who you follow. You can be a good disciple or you can be a bad disciple. You learn some things up close and personal from someone and you're discipled by someone and you start taking up their ways Make sure you're taking up the ways of Jesus Christ. Jesus is calling us to follow him because he is the way. He is the truth and he is the life. 
Matthew chapter 16, we have Jesus' own definition of what a follower, what a disciple is. And so starting in verse 24, it says, Then Jesus said to his disciples, Whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves and take up their cross and follow me. For whoever wants to save their life will lose it, but whoever loses their life for me will find it. What good will it be for someone to gain the whole world yet forfeit their soul? Or what can anyone give in exchange for their soul? For the Son of Man is going to come in His Father's glory with His angels, and then He will reward each person according to what they have done. Truly, I tell you, some who are standing right here will not taste death before they see the Son of Man coming in His kingdom. Did you know that the very first uh, term for Christian... Uh, for a for a Christian was not Christian. Neither was it believer. It was disciple. We only see like Christian a few times in the Bible. We see disciple over 200 times mentioned in the Bible. We call each other Christians a lot. And that term was given to us in the book of Acts. We read about it. And it, and what it, it really wasn't a good term. It was derogatory. It was probably not a nice term. It was making fun of someone. Christian meant little Christs. And so it'd be like us looking at someone, uh, and I'll give, I'll give this example that I gave uh, to the guys earlier, but you know, it'd, be, it'd be like us looking at a guy like Jason Card, okay, and then looking at Travis, who is Jason's disciple, and we look. We call Travis. Hey, there's little Jason. There's little Jason over there, and we kind of poke fun at him because, you know, he really wants he really wants to be like Jason. I think so. It, and that and that's how the term Christian was used. It was kind of more to poke fun a little bit uh, at at us. So if you're going to follow Jesus, if you're going to be a disciple, you have to come to Jesus on His terms. So what are His terms? Let's look back at the verse. Whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves and take up their cross and follow me. For whoever wants to save their life will lose it, but whoever loses their life for me will find it. I want to give you some steps in becoming a true disciple. And we're going to answer this question, what is, what is a disciple? How do we get there? And the very first thing we see is the step of desire. Someone decides they want to become a follower of Christ. You'll notice in verse 24, it says, If anyone desires to come after me, what does that mean, desires? That word does not just mean an impulse. Maybe you had an emotional response to the gospel being presented, and impulsively you raised your hand, or you got out of your seat and walked down the aisle. That's not what this is. It, it's the idea of active pursuit, intentionally, with thought, not an impulse. Actively, intentionally, thoughtfully coming to Jesus for the purpose of putting down our way and exchanging it for his way. Our desire for a lot of us begins with us wanting something more, maybe even stuck in life, and you want a better way. Our salvation begins with desire. We discover we have a need and we crave a different and better way. 
Listen to what Paul says in Romans chapter 8. All of creation was subject to futility or emptiness, not willingly, but because of him who subjected it in hope. Let me translate that a little easier for you. God put a hole in your soul so that you would know that there is so much better things out there that you would desire to fill that hole with something better. I've talked about this in the past, but uh, some years ago there was a psychologist. His name was Abraham Maslow. He discovered this idea. I've I've talked to you guys about this. He called it the hierarchy of human need. And he said, all human need, all human need to be happy, to be uh, fulfilled in life uh, is that they fill these things with, 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 these, with these different ideas. And the very first one is we just need to fill our basic needs. Okay? Shelter over our head, clothes on our back, food to eat. Okay? And, and then he goes on and he says, you need to belong somewhere. You need to have a sense of belonging and a sense of uh, being loved even. And community and all these different things. I'm telling you what, God knew that all the way in the beginning. We didn't need Abraham Maslow to, to show us that. God put it in us to desire something better. To find completeness in Him. He's the only way. He's the only way to find true satisfaction in life. We're going to pick up next week uh, with, with the rest of those things here. I'm going to give you five of those different ways uh, that God, that Jesus is calling us to be His disciple. But I'm going to ask you a question tonight. Are you satisfied? If you say yes, I want to ask you a second question. Are you being satisfied with the right things? Or are you satisfied because you found that satisfaction comes from a lot of other things? I want to tell you that Jesus is the only one that can fulfill you. The older I get, uh, the more I understand this, is that Jesus is the only one who fills that hole, the only one that can fill that craving for a different and better way of life. I want to encourage you today, take up your cross and follow Him and be His disciples. I'm telling you guys what, if you're looking for satisfaction in life, Jesus Christ is the only satisfaction that will completely uh, uh, take, take away just that desire for something more. He fulfills it all. The Bible says that He is. God says, I am. That's everything. Every need that we ever have, He fulfills. He is. He is the way. He is the truth. He is the life. Let's pray. Father, I thank You so much for just this time together. We thank You for uh, Your Word, Lord, that we can go to it and find out uh, how to live this life. Lord, You've called us to be Your disciples. You've called us to follow You. And we know, God, that just putting our faith and trust in You is, is not the finish line. It's only the starting line. So I pray, Father, that we would start well. God, that we would follow You, that we, that we would lay down our ways and take up Your ways. And we just pray for everyone listening to this podcast, Lord. I just pray that You would just meet them right where they're at, Lord, and move them to where You want them to be. In Jesus' name, amen.
Passed it on as a ministry of Gaylord E. Free Church and the Gathering Youth Group.